That's how I know. 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 That's how I know that I was different. That's how I know. 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 And we're back. For another great episode of the Stereo Bros Podcast. Lit. This is episode 29. Mm-hmm. It's your boy Patagonia's and Lattes. I got my Patagonia on. <laughs> Fresh up the, the office plantation on us here. <laughs> great day to record this here. Great podcast. Mm-hmm. Always on brand. Mm-hmm. Always, Always on, on brand. Much introduce yourselves for those that don't know who you lovely ladies are. Hat Shep Suit. It's Jazzy. Hey, and guys. Where are we recording at? Black room studios, but, black but, owned things. But only but, place to record if you're gonna record, record but, in black room studios. Right, you heard me? everything else is fugazi. Oh man, lot to talk about. That's <laughs> oh, big facts though. Lot to talk about. But uh, as promised, we're gonna jump the episode off with our new favorite segment, uh-huh. which are things we miss about Brooklyn, Brooklyn slash New York, because we don't want other people getting jealous. People already hit me up like, "Why well, I gotta be about Brooklyn?" Because we're from Brooklyn. We're from I know, Brooklyn. but people, people, people <laughs> in the Bronx be hating on us, but they come in for Rasta Pasta. That's mad shots at mad people I know. Uh, <laughs> Rasta Pasta? Mad people I know from the Bronx and Harlem come in for Rasta Pasta. I mean, from Footprints? I mean, where yeah. else you going to get Rasta, Rasta Pasta at? I mean, there used to be O's. There used to be San Suchi. There used to be other spots, but oh, Footprints is the last. Uh, I forgot about San Suchi. And now there's reggae pasta. Now there's Caribbean pasta. There's a, a lot of... Uh, there's a lot of knockoffs. A lot of knockoffs clearly. who, if I was advising, I would... Tell well, whatever, whatever. But uh <laughs> Empire Skating Rink. Ooh, yeah. memories. On uh Bedford no, Empire but between Bedford and Rogers Avenues. Yep. Was a great place to go. Yep. To ho I mean To Ho Empire Skating Rink was a great place to go to uh see who was who. You can skate, had great, you know, great finger foods. Uh, Funny enough, most of the time when you went to the skating rink, nobody was skating. Nobody. Everybody was standing around on the sides and in the back. That's a fact. I definitely was skating in the beginner ring mad time. <laughs> I, well, I, I didn't skate at all. Patagonia's and lattes, you're so cultured. <laughs> I mean, I was. it looked cool because people used to, we used to zoom by skating backwards and, and fake falling and all that. And I used to like real fall. Yeah. But uh, my favorite memory there was... I'm trying to. I seen like a lot of brawls, but yeah, I think the brawl with his dude got hit in the face with a skate. That was like my my, my favorite. Uh, you got hit in the face with talking, a skate. He talking mad spicy to some chick, and she was like, "Darkwell, he over here talking crazy." I was like, "Who did nigga right here?" Hey yo, Darkwell. Boop, boop. I, I just remember. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I went. I didn't go all the time, but I went a couple times. And I just remember me and my friend were getting our nails done in the nail salon, and somebody came in and they were selling boosted uh sunglasses and i got these like plastic you remember back in the day with like total where you had like the plastic uh wraparound <laughs> shade i got some versace ones uh, i'm gonna one, use quotation two, marks because they were allegedly Versace's. they were allegedly versace but i was like yo i'm gonna rock these when we go to the ring i'm gonna wear sunglasses inside the skating rink but i did and what I do like, I remember Empire? Like, yo, honestly, the most, like, the 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 memory that sticks out the most is always the day after. 
Day after so, they always looking for somebody because something happened at the roller <laughs> rink. Flappers used to always cause all the problems in there. Flappers was 80 deep. Flappers did not cause all the problems. It did. Flappers caused Flappers, a lot of Flappers, the problems. And it's all the Flappers, East Flatbush. Yeah. And then That's the East 90s guys and stuff. Yeah, it was Flatbush. Yeah. Then it was East Flatbush like in the middle part in the yeah. 90s. Then East New York was the problems. Crown Heights and Brownsville used to go there and skate and go home. Get out of here. It's because you were too busy doing all the stuff we were doing at the roller rink in your own neighborhood. ba bum Reading books? Stop. <laughs> Stop. But yeah, that was a very good time in, in our lives, and now it's a storage facility. Right, I was going to say, they've <laughs> torn it down as a place for young children in Brooklyn to go and made storage. There, yeah. Yeah, now yeah. you can just put like skates there in your storage, in your storage bin. Whack. But where are they? Where is there for uh, young teens to go now? The internet or SoundCloud. True. That is a that's the biggest fact I've heard all week. There's nothing for young kids to do. There isn't even much public space, like open green space in Brooklyn when you think about it. I mean I don't every time I go to Prospect Park, I don't see young teenagers I there. No. <laughs> I see moms, dads, right. yogis. People walking in yeah. doing outdoor yoga and sometimes bed yoga. I do <laughs> I do outdoor yoga too. It's great. What's bed yoga, by the way? <laughs> What's bed yoga? Bed yoga. Bed yoga. <laughs> Don't be shy. I'm not going to be shy. <laughs> P&L is out here trying to make it seem like bed yoga is something that you cannot talk about without the lights on. Listen, bed yoga is awesome. There's some basic stretches that you do upon waking up in the morning. I do bed yoga just about every morning. That's a nice life. It's a great life. I mean, but it's only 20 minutes. It's not 20 even minutes. that. I thought you were going to say 10. Well, it can be 10. I, I like to live you, in the You posture. like to linger with the yeah, bed yoga. I like to, uh, I like to chill. That's a good posture. bed yoga session. It you is I mean? a good bed yoga session. Avon said he only had four minutes. So I guess that would have been five <laughs> bed yoga sessions, right? Oh, man. Listen, sir. <laughs> bed yoga is good for mind-body connection before you leave the house, mm-hmm. right? That means I'm on a different frequency by the time I get outside to mess exactly. with the rest of the next. You know what I'm saying? Protect your energy. Hello. After bed yoga, shouldn't you just like go to sleep though? No. Sandwich so, and sleep. Some po- some postures actually wake you up. They don't they don't put you to bed. They don't relax you. See how you didn't know that? See? I did not. The more you know. Doom doom doom. but on a sad and serious note, uh the young scholar prophet king mm-hmm. you know nip hustle was mm-hmm. uh, gunned down on his property because he owned the whole strip mall word he was gunned down recently and uh we wrote an article i wrote an article it's on <laughs> slaverybros.com great it's, it's one, awesome it's an awesome read one guys. question for uh for nipsey word you know just detailing how his death impacted me a lot of people hit me up i had a lot of conversations about it when i first heard the news i don't think i was necessarily Concerned, I chalked it up to just like regular celebrity news, but then when I actually like slept and the Prosecco wore off, I'm like, wait, this dude was doing a lot. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? They killed Dr. Sebi because he was talking health. I fucks with Rick Rose because he's talking wealth. Like to see him on that, you know, that video a long time ago um, with the Jerry Curve rapping in front of the same spot he got killed in front of. To now hear him talking about like health, wealth you know, real estate property ownership and to have him killed. And, of course, the bozos out there got it all over the internet on video. Mm-hmm. It yeah. just kind of That, is, that sick. is sick. Sick. And that's the thing. I could tell people that 
First of all, any platform that posts the death of anybody is full bozo. Yeah. Um, certain platforms have done that a lot. Like they post everybody casket and everybody funeral and. I think we're, we're definitely desensitized to a lot of violence as a society. Mm-hmm. But if you've seen violence up close and live, you don't want to see that because you, like, that stays with you. It's traumatizing. It, like, it it's literally stays Like, with it you. stays in your subconscious. If you mm-hmm. see somebody get killed or you see somebody, like, too much violence, one, you get desensitized. But if you've seen enough, it stays with you. Right. So, um, it's rough. You know what I'm saying? Like, me processing this, I haven't felt this way about a rapper passing Sir. since Stack Bundles. That's a fact. Um, and Stack Bundles was a rapper that I gravitated toward because I felt like I was like him. You know what I'm saying? Like, a dude from the, the hood that wasn't necessarily a hood dude, but it's kind of like his story was, like, compelling and he had talent. So to lose him in his, his doorstep of his projects was crazy and have Nip die in front of his store... After buying stuff for his man that just came home, yeah, is it's crazy and it you know it it brings up a lot of unanswered questions and then it's a lot that we gotta unpack, but it's just um you know recipes to him recipes to his family, um his kids, mm-hmm. his uh, brother was shot as well right, I don't know I don't think his was it I know his brother was in the there. area he was there know. you know and there's so many rumors and. Facts going around on the on the gram because that's where everybody gets their news, yeah. especially the news that Jay Z donated the fifteen Which million dollars to his trunk. But if you saw the font that was used for this post, it was like Comic Sans, right? The font was like, I'm like, no, this is like no reputable, <laughs> no reputable news source would have posted this. Oh, he said Comic Sans is hilarious. But yeah, no, Nipsey's death, like that hit hard. Like it hit harder than I think any any rapper death. And I was trying to and I was I was alive obviously for Biggie and Pac, but like mm-hmm. we were younger. We we're so much younger. Right. And so I didn't realize like how heavy this felt. Nipsey was our age. Mm-hmm. You know, and on top of that, like I think Nipsey for a lot of people represented um your brother, mm-hmm. you know, he might have been your boyfriend, mm-hmm. your cousin, the dude on the block that always had the wisdom, but you wish he'd make it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He was somebody that actually did it. So it was mm-hmm. like watching like your your peer make it. And so it was like, damn, like you did everything you were supposed to do by every metric, by the street Family. code, by the by the capitalism, yeah, yeah, yeah. you mm-hmm. whatever metric Family. you did it the right way. Got his lady back. Word, and then mm-hmm. you still got like you still got cut down like this on your own shit. And from the biggest thing for me that I always call myself hood adjacent, right? Like mm-hmm. I am not Keyword. this bang bang shoot 'em up individual. However, I you know I do come from a you know family where some people have made other decisions. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you know, and um. Hypothetically, so, of course. Hypothetically, hypothetically. Hypothetically. And, you know, I'm not a cut. <laughs> um, I was accustomed to growing up, you know, around Flappers Junction. And mm-hmm. If there were guys at the time that, you know, put in a certain amount of work, they'd be like, yo, now's a good time to go home. You know, I was mm-hmm. fortunate enough to be one of the people that they gave the heads up mm-hmm. to. But even though I was hood adjacent, I knew that there was still a code. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mm-hmm. knew there was order to some shit. Mm-hmm. And this didn't seem like it had no order at all. It just, like, no no bottom feeder is supposed to be able to run up on a dude with that kind of stature on his own shit and do what he did. Mm-hmm. Like, that didn't, that doesn't make sense to me, and I'm only hood adjacent. So I can only imagine, you know? But it seemed like a personal beef more so than a street, like... Like, 
given what was said about what happened, he told the guy that he wasn't, you know, he wasn't welcome here anymore. Yeah. Don't come around. Like, yes, they both were from the same set, I'm assuming, or whatever. But the same type of machismo, you know, I you hurt my feelings, so I'm gonna come back at you. That could have happened at the local barbecue in That's the, true. in 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 anywhere because it's the chat the challenge to the manhood. That um that I I feel like that's the the theme that I saw throughout this this story of like how it went down and to be honest like when I saw um because I was of course on the shave room I had my friends at my house and I was like <laughs> oh my god he's been shot oh my god I hope he pulls through then right. I'm like wait he's dead like yes like what like yes. And I'm not somebody that necessarily listens to Nipsey Hussle's music, but I was very much aware of who he was. So I'm not, I'm, I'm, y'all know, I already tell y'all, reggae, soca, and some R&B. Yeah. But, chop them like mincemeat. <laughs> chop them like mincemeat. But I was very much aware of, like, his influence on underground hip-hop and his rise to, you know, commercial um, stature, you know? Um, which is always uh, commendable when somebody, you know, achieves a level of success that clearly they were working towards. But, you know, the themes that kept coming through were like these people's personal stories of like who he was as a person. And like, and I mean, I've listened to his Bre- Breakfast Club interview most recently. That was probably before, before I listened to it, you know, while he was alive. And, you know, people's character just comes through. You know, he was comfortable in his skin. He just seemed to, again, be comfortable in his skin. You know, somebody that is real, like, and this is what I'm out, I'm about. This is what I'm trying to do. And, like, I don't care what you do, whether you're from the streets, whether you're from Wall Street, if that if that is, you know, you have a goal, you're real about who you are, and you are trying to uplift people, like, I don't care who you are, like, people are, that's going to resonate with people. And yeah. I feel like what is, like, the best thing about his story and his legacy is that it's resonating with more than people that follow the street code. Yeah. Resonating with more, you know, people are definitely seeing the impact. And I think he is going to have a legacy that will, I hope that it lives past, you know, this time. And he's not just remembered as this, you know, crip rapper you know right no that's that's deep and you know for me as a man um i've seen guys from the neighborhood get cut down who was like the good kids always get cut always get cut down Mm -hmm. the super hood dudes like only only two people or only two things survive war the the bozo dude in the hood and roaches like they never (laughs) die like they never die yeah like when they say only the good die young, people that you you, you think can change the world are the ones that get cut down. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like the Martins, Megas, yeah, the Malcolms, the Nipsies, mm-hmm. and Nip was changing the world. He really but was. I just think that it sucks because a lot of the times people put so much faith and stock into one man or one woman that mm-hmm. when they pass, it's people like, don't keep it going. Right. 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 Which is why in an article I was saying is like like I would want to ask these guys if you could do it all over again. Know what you know now. Would you stay on the sidelines with your family rather than put yourself out there? Because it's different if, like, Martin Malcolm and Mega got killed and the world now is a utopia where it's like mm-hmm. we were all equal, whether separate or integrated, but it's not. So it's like if they were alive now and they saw that every Malcolm or every Mega or every Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard or like some of the worst or like some of the worst streets in the hood. Yeah. Would they do it all again? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I have a question. I'm not familiar with like his 
any of his music. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I really, I, I'm being honest. Like, I could not tell you one right. song, but I'm just curious whether were his like last works or like you know like last previous works were they like violence driven or nah? Did they so speak no, they about have the same it was kind of... it was a you want you want to take that? Or... I mean, not you can start it off. Okay, so it was a steady it was a steady stream of like development, right? So mm-hmm. his first joint. He was like, you could tell he was super in it. He got the Jerry Curl on Slauson, <laughs> mad dudes behind him. That Jerry Curl was real, yeah. But I, you know what was striking about him and why he always resonated with me? I always thought he looked like Snoop Dogg. Mm. So when he came out, I immediately was like, is this Snoop Dogg's cousin? Right. Like, because he's so a had a lot. Like, yeah. He had a lot in common, the same kind of trajectory. And I think in some ways he was exceeding Scoop's, mm-hmm. uh, Scoop's, Snoop's life or Scoop's trajectory faster. His arc was a little bit higher and faster than Snoop's. Mm-hmm. But I think that his first few videos, you saw that, and then you steadily saw him have a, have excuse me, situations over the year where he, he would press a blog or slap a dude. But the music kept growing, and he kept elevating throughout that. His last joint, Victory Lap, was just... Oh, yeah. It was very well-rounded. It was about Dr. He had songs with uh, songs about Dr. Sebi, about building wealth, about building health. But even in his interviews, he was very, like... I'm buying this. And then he was doing documentaries. Here's what I did for Slawson. He opened up a STEM center. Mm-hmm. Talked about, you know, blockchain, Bitcoin. Bought the entire strip mall that he used to hustle in front of. Yeah, Like, just things that are, like, beyond honorable. Like you said, whether you're on the street or the sidewalk. Yep. Mm-hmm. Those are, like, right. super honorable things that he Absolutely. was doing. Um, Absolutely. But I just think that people will see what he's doing. And instead of saying, well, let me get inspired by that. It's like, well, it all dies here. And... Did you want to add anything about his music? Well, I mean, I got put on to Nipsey maybe like uh, 2016. It was around the time that he was doing the press run for Victor for Victory Lab. And so I heard, I caught wind of one song, and it was the Hustle to Motivate song, right? And um, I was like, oh, it's good. But then I, did, I, I didn't know him, so I wasn't motivated mm-hmm. to listen to anything else. And it was um, a friend of mine at the time that was like, now you should really listen to his whole catalog. Like, it's not bad. And what I found the most striking was that all of the music, yeah, there's a fair share of references to, like, some violence. But the truth of the matter is none of it felt fake. None of it felt like, oh, mm-hmm. I'll come out here and kill all you people. It wasn't that. It was more testimonial. It was mm-hmm. more like, mm-hmm. it was more like, yo, I have done these things, mm-hmm. but I'm a winner now because like I mean literally I don't I don't remember what song it is right now but he he has a line where he's like yo I went legit I'm the shit like he mm. celebrated the fact that he legitimized his, his hustle yeah, you know what I'm saying it. and I'm like that is the quintessential hood story mm-hmm. it should be called mm-hmm. victory lap because everybody wants out that rat race right there are people who are hustling on whatever corner right now. They don't really want to do that shit. Mm-hmm, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and and he he was the poster child for somebody that not only did it but that did it honorably. You know what I'm saying? And because even in the, on the day that he died, he told a snitch to get that to get off his, you know, out of his right. Store. And I mean, that's like something a regular. And what I'm saying is like that theme. It's like it's a, that's a real nigga theme. Yeah, that don't, like that don't have to do with you being crip or blood or all. anything like that. That's like look. If you this you I don't want this energy in my space. Yeah. And you need to keep that shit. Clearly he mm-hmm. was he knew that this person had bad energy. Word. And he didn't need to be around. So Word. I mean, you know, it's it's sad that and I you know, and I really literally the first thing I said when I heard that he said I was like, I hope this is not gang related. Yeah. You know, because I would hate for his legacy to be marred right. by that. You Surprisingly, know? the coverage of his death 
and like mainstream media has been like, um, you know, rapper turned entrepreneur. Yeah. yeah. Like they've been I'm very surprised by they've that. been very much like, you know, former gang member who like they've always like and I watch maybe three or four different news stations. They were all kind of very like celebratory of his life and it was like he but, opened this, he opened mm-hmm. that. They were all like former gang member. What I didn't like though, but they kept saying his girlfriend, Laura London, because they're married. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean But I'm curious if that has to do with the amount of like I guess testimonials that came yes. out on in social media about who he was as a person. Yes. Because I mean it's I mean, clearly he was a great person, you know, but like I feel like the people were were championing championing him, and you couldn't really turn away from that. There was not there was no bad press, but I think it's really because he had none to give. You know what I mean? Right. And so right. if he possibly did have some, would the media or mainstream media have run with that? I mean, the only thing I did see that was kind of crazy was there's an article where some dude wrote, um, that it's hard to reconcile his life with his homophobic lyrics, and I'm like, fam. What, like, what are you talking about right yeah. now? Like, he, what are you I, talking I about? I mean, did he, did he have homophobic lyrics? To my knowledge, especially, like, in the last few projects, that's not what I heard in his music. Yeah, I didn't But really. it's not something you might be listening out for either. No, that, that's true, but at the same time, <laughs> I feel like, fam, of all things to bring up now about yeah. this man, that... Yeah. Like that's kind of crazy. That's the thing. To me, it's the same energy that that like people were giving Buju. He just did eight years, right? And he's doing his classics, and you're like, it's homophobic. We don't want him to sing that anymore. It's like, look, at the end of the day, bro, this is part of his catalog, and it is what it is. But like he, you know actually, I mean? he agreed. He did agree to stop singing it, right? And I mean, mm-hmm. I can understand that given the times, it does not benefit him. No, it doesn't financially. You know I mean? Financially, <laughs> that that this gonna hurt his bottom line. So I can understand him not wanting to do that. But at the same time, it's like this is part of this man's catalog. You can't like I. I just don't think that you can, and so again, it's like, you know, I think we can all safely say that no one here is homophobic or anti-homo, nothing like that. Mm-hmm. I just feel like that article is very bad energy at a, at a wrong oh, time. At a wrong time, right. But um, the other thing that really got me annoyed with his passing is this fight over he shouldn't have been in the hood versus you got to get out versus um, he was loved in the hood versus you people that leave the hood are sellouts, and... I saw so many memes and and so many people saying that um, for him to leave and come back contributed to his death or um, yeah. had he stayed away from the hood, he wouldn't have, like, it's a, it's a tough one to debate, right? Mm-hmm. But I saw one um, meme in particular that was kind of like, Nip was loved in the hood and he basically died at the hand of a coward. A so sucker. don't use this as an excuse as to why you moved to your white enclave. And I'm just like, bro, you're missing the whole several point. points because nobody is saying that Nipsey wasn't loved in the hood. I think the pe- what people are saying in disgust is that he was too accessible. Mm. Not that he didn't belong there because clearly that's his property. He owned that whole strip mall, so of course right. he should be able to go there. But he was too accessible. And that goes back to my thing before. It's like roaches and bozos in the hood live forever. So I don't know what y'all think about that. But this whole, when you make it and move out of the hood, you're a bad person. Or you, uh, if you leave the hood, you're not 
authentic or you're not keeping it real, right. that whole message has to stop because guess what? People who actually travel the world don't want to live in a ghetto. People yeah. people with people with, with kids who value education, even if I moved right now back to my original neighborhood, my my daughter can't go to the schools in that neighborhood. She can't yeah. because it's literally cutting down her chances of success. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The schools are terrible. The people that go to those schools aren't bad people. But the teachers don't care. The culture is an uncaring culture. And education is the one shot you got at making sure your kid has a fair shake at life. Yeah. So to say that people should move back to the hood automatically is kind of... Aspect. It's loaded, right? Yeah. There's, there's black enclaves like Buckhead and PG County and Baldwin Hills that exist. But there's none of those in New York to my knowledge anymore. Right, because no one's built... Okay, so I definitely take a different approach to this than PNL, but I definitely do think that gender may have something also to do with it because I feel like in terms of like being tested walking down the street and right. stuff like that, those things are not as problematic for me as a woman that like they are for you as a male. I do think that you are very correct in resources for your children and family are most important and paramount to your decision making in choosing a neighborhood to live in. However, I see the potential in different neighborhoods if people stop moving out and selling their homes to white people (laughs) for millions of dollars and stayed in these same neighborhoods and like you said, built an enclave, built banks, built hospitals, built, I'm not built, but as in terms of like re putting the energy into channeling resources into these institutions and really changing them because that's what happens when gentrifiers come to neighborhoods after a while, they, they get on the school boards. They they get on the community boards. And once the money starts coming in, they make sure that these funds go to different places. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, it's up to us to not forget about where we came from. And I don't necessarily feel like people have to live there all the time. Because you can at least, maybe you live two neighborhoods away, but you come back and you give back community time to your community, whether it's community service, mentoring kids, you know, doing, showing people or tutoring people in whatever your skills are yeah. or career wise or basically giving yourself to back to your community. It doesn't necessarily mean that you have to physically live yeah. there right but and i'm i doubt nipsey hustle lived anywhere near crenshaw and slawson, slawson yeah. like i think he just came back to give to his community and i don't see anything wrong with that and i want to go back to the point about like that being like a real world machismo thing now i will say that no it's not likely that when i'm around other professionals that i'm gonna see people challenging each other in the same way Clearly, that's not what happens, but I definitely think that it's a situation that, like, okay, Marvin Gaye. Yeah, Mar- like Marvin Gaye was was he shot by his dad? His dad, his like, dad. Like, like, like this don't got nothing to do with no gang stuff. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's it it's unfortunate, and I think because of 
the background, you can think that that's why that happened. But I definitely think there are other situations right. where that that it, it could have possibly happened, not because he was just in the hood. Right. But it definitely has to do with like a hood mentality right. and a ghetto mentality. Right. I, that that, that yeah. you cannot shake. And the alleged the alleged shooter um, was someone that, I mean, had a... a new. People in the neighborhood knew that he cooperated with the police, police before, right. mm-hmm. and, but he, but this apparently wasn't a guy. Allegedly, isn't a guy that hasn't put in some kind of like work. You know what I'm saying? So for people right, to but he's, see, him, he's profiting off he, he, the tough rat. He, right, tough rat. <laughs> he's a tough rat. Right. So like, no, but that's what I'm saying. So that's what makes it seem like, you know, um, you you're essentially doing. <laughs> oh shit, that was good. <laughs> um, essentially, it doesn't. It doesn't make it seem. Um, to me, it makes it seem really easy to kind of paint the gang story because he mm-hmm. was affiliated. Mm-hmm. But this is someone who works, who has a background with working with, you know, other organized organizations. Right. So it's like, all right, there's a million other stories and a million other directions we can go with. Literally, his feelings were hurt as a man because yeah. he said, I can't come back. And then people, other people going to be looking at me because he the big homie. Right. But everybody, everybody snitched already, respect- though. Right. Well, you know what I'm saying? If everybody already knew you snitched and you knew this was the word, like... You know, it kind of is what it is, but, you know, as, in terms of... Because I know another another story that people are talking about is the fact that he was going to put out this Dr. Sebi documentary. So That also like, crossed my mind, and then yeah. all these people, oh, your whole tep uh, conspiracies, y'all need to shut up, this is being disrespectful. I'm sorry, but that crossed my mind. Yeah. yeah. And, and I don't think there's anything wrong with people saying, mm. I thought that this could be a possibility. Like, well, don't don't let the social media like uh, content police be out right. here like exactly. trying to tell you right. what tell you, you what is think. stupid and what's they not. They killed Dr. Sebi because he was talking well. It's I mean, true. Hell. It's true. And it's Rick true. Will, yeah, yeah. I don't know where Dr. Sebi was. Rick Rose because he's talking well. No, these are direct quotes, people. Um, nah, but it's true, and I feel like first of all, the population of people that be on Instagram. To disagree with people and to shut people down, y'all gotta stop. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like people be trying to argue with me, like factual stuff, and I'm just like, Fam. yo, somebody was in Oprah's comments. Not Oprah's comments. They were in Oprah's comments. <laughs> like, don't be talking about, don't be calling her my. She put up a post of Maya Angelou, and they were like, don't call her Maya. She didn't like that, and she like I'm like Oprah really responded to this person. Like, yeah, I mean, if it was Oprah, <laughs> it's too much. <laughs> one thing, I, much. one thing I don't got time for. Is arguing with 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 un uninitiated, uninspired, yeah. uncultured, mm-hmm. uninformed people on the internet. Yeah. I never forget I put up an article about the fact that there was so you know Rikers Island they've largely ended solitary confinement yeah. for adolescents. Largely, but what they do is they send people to jails in other counties like Albany. So just imagine oh, really? being yeah. So just imagine being or like a, a loved one locked up here. Get into a fight and get sent to Albany. Wow. And get put in a special housing unit. Wow. I posted an article and I'm like, this is crazy. All these lawyers in my comments like, yo, this is crazy. I have going going ham. Yeah. One dude is like, yo, this is fake news. <laughs> I've been in. Eh, eh, eh. So then one of the lawyers, actually, shout out to at lawyer Tosh. <laughs> um, she was like, actually, if you read the article, this is New York Times. This is a revenue paper. He was like, oh, that's crazy. I read it. Yo, that's crazy. Back in 9-3, when I was, fam, nobody care about your jail story, <laughs> sir. I don't care that you can see 95 or OB slash. Congratulations. I don't care. People got to oh, stop. Like, in the hood, we celebrate the wrong things. things. Yeah. So, 
for people in the hood to say that if you move out of the hood and move to a better neighborhood, you selling out. If you stay in the hood to prove a point to other strangers, you're selling out because yeah. you owe everything to your kids and your family to give them more than what you had. Mm-hmm. I'd rather get rich for my kids than to go broke for my too. kids. And I went to great schools in spite of where I lived. Yeah. But if I have an opportunity to give my my kid or kids the opportunity to have an easier mm-hmm. go at it, mm-hmm. here, have that right. immediately. Mm-hmm. I don't owe it to some dude I grew up with that I haven't seen in 15 years that's right. going to hear this and be like, oh, no, I don't care. Because no. at the end of the day, people that do stuff, especially men, if you try to keep it real for other men, you know what happens? You go to jail and those dudes go after your wife or go, oh <laughs> like, no, it's true. <laughs> it's true. Isn't it's true. true. It's mad true. Damn. All these dudes that want to keep it real <laughs> for their boys and they and whoever they, else. Thank you, PNL, for putting us. They wind up They wind up going up north and doing, you know, a lot of time. Meanwhile, a jersey. Right, they get handed a jersey. A jersey, jersey means uh, you doing life. That means you got roofed. That yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I mean, you got a number you can't do. You can't do. Or they put like a fifty-two on your back, a sixty on your yeah. back, or an L on you. Yeah, L is life. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I've had friends do way less time than that, and people, like, out of sight, out of mind. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I worked in the town where there was three jails within 10 miles apart. Greenhaven, Downstate, and Fiskill. Trash. You know what I mean? And it's just like, I visited people in jail before, and people I was visiting in the jail were getting out. But then you start to look around, and it's like, okay, that dude, dude, dude looked like he grew old in there, and... What I found out through the Humans Project was that the hardest thing about all that is that as you get older in there, you see like a younger version of yourself and you see an older version of yourself. Yep. Right? So all these hood constructs, like I don't don't believe in them because the people that I know that was really into all of those types of things from a moral and a value principle standpoint, Mm -hmm. they're the first ones to say, if I could do it again, I'd get a job and go to school. Yeah. Or like, because right. like there's no end result to it that's good. Yeah. So for people to act like, okay, you you went away and went to school and became successful, so now you owe it to your neighborhood to stay and live there and do stuff that's different. I think what you're saying but is you, right, though. You what owe you, it to what your you're neighborhood saying, to give back. No, you don't. You owe it to your family to be the mm-hmm. best version of yourself you can be. To the extent that you can spare right. okay. time to yeah, give back, to, I, I would agree. That's different. And truth be told, I give back. I, I'm on boards of several organizations. Mm-hmm. I, I got a bunch of mentors and mentees. I've mentored kids into Harvard, Howard. So can't right, but think can't nobody can't nobody tell me nothing about giving back or not giving back. Right, but, but think about if all the professionals you knew did that. But I know a lot of kids that got bullied and and <laughs> yo, truth be told, people be running from the hood. It's like yo, I got bullied, I got beat up on, so I don't want to go back. I still, like any chance I get, if, I, if I'm driving and I see like a, a young boy I know, I'm like, yeah, I'll hop out. Yo, what you doing? What you up to? Let's grab a drink. Let's grab some, let's, let's build. Yeah. And cats appreciate that. Yeah. How much do you think um, where you're trying to, I guess, reverse disinvestment? How much does that matter? Because matters and I'm thinking like PG County and, and Buckhead, that sounds great, but we're talking about Maryland and Atlanta. Right. right, but that's we're the not talking about New York City. And right now, you went to Vanderveer or Albany Project yeah. or Van Dyke and was yeah. talking all this. Yo, let's build. Yeah, nah, yeah. At a twenty, you may get two. Yeah, and then people also got to realize too, right? If you're like 
experience wise, things are different, right? Like if you're experiencing stuff in a certain kind of way, like if I go to lunch three times a week at Del Frisco's mm-hmm. and I spend twenty dollars on some cheeseburger egg rolls, right? Cheeseburger egg, and you just went to Mad Good. <laughs> I was, I just had to imagine it. <laughs> and you spend twenty on Chinese food and a haircut. Yeah. And you hear that I spent that much on some on an appetizer. Yeah. And I say that I spent, I don't know, a thousand on the suit. You may look at me like, yo, he's stunting on me because mm-hmm. you may not have a thousand to your name. Mm-hmm. And once you start to realize that your experiences are fundamentally different than those that are around you, you got to move with who is in a like-minded situation. Right. So, yes, go back to the hood and build if you can. But this mandate to do that, if people in the hood took the lessons of a Nipsey or Mega, Malcolm, anybody else, yeah. people, even if you don't have the funds, how you control and move in your day-to-day is a completely free action. Yeah. Meaning, if you're poor and in the hood, you can still choose to say, I'm going to read to my kid. Mm-hmm. I'm going to raise my kid on certain principles. People act like money is the the, the equalizer. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's just... It's just an add-on to people who are already going hard. Yeah. So, like, a Nipsey was working his ass off to get to where he got to. Mm-hmm. So, if Joe Schmo, regular person, like a Stephen A. Smith, he posted the other day, like, LeBron and those guys are the aberration. You got a better chance of being me than you do being them. Mm-hmm. People got to stop acting as if success is unattainable. Just work for it. Yeah, but I'm, you know what? I I'm, not saying, mm-hmm. I'm not saying bootstraps and put, put yourself up, but what I am saying is that if everybody in the hood took one small step towards their own personal success, then we can build those enclaves. Mm-hmm. But you can't tell me that one person can go into, you know, Red Hook projects with mad buildings and change the projects by himself. Right. I think. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. You know, um, so like, uh, I often think about like my like. There's a very unique period in my life where I'm like, okay. I, I remember not feeling like my neighborhood. It was when I was getting ready to go off to college. After not even getting ready to go off to college, after like my first semester, first year or so, I would come back and just just the way I viewed everything would not look the same. The same. And so like people knew that I wasn't that I went away to school. And so when I got back and I'm around for like a day or two, um, I found that the greatest way to like you know invest in your neighborhood without actually putting like liquid cash there is to really just be there there like you know what i'm saying like there are people in the building who are like oh my god you're you're at this great school and oh you pledge your sorority talk to my daughter about it and i would just take some time out and like holler at her like 15 year old about what college life was like and that leaves a legacy and then on top of that um Fast forward like a ten years or however long I've been out of college. You pledged her. You pledged her. I did not. I Are you okay, not. young lady? <laughs> oh you know God. what would happen is that, you know, now I find myself in certain networks, and when they need things, when they need skill, like a skill that I know that I've seen somebody in my own neighborhood display, I'd be like, "Yo, I might have somebody for you." Then Top I double, 12, 12 skinnies. I double, <laughs> I double back to the person that I'm thinking about, and I'm like, "Yo, show me what it is that you do." Here's how I needed to be outfitted in order for it to work over here. You get what I'm saying? And like, and it it takes a little bit of effort. And I'm not saying everyone needs to go back and do that, but that's literally how you put the hood on. It's like, this is what it needs to look like here. I know this is what you can do. For like a prime example of this is like the cannabis industry. How many budmen do you know? It's like, well, not anybody none, here. None. We I don't know, know any budmen. Delusion, delusion. <laughs> right. We know no. We know none. No. But if we were hypothetically to know a budman. <laughs> 
You know, like this would be a situation where you're like, yo, New York State is looking to legalize this joint soon. You might want to start thinking about how you're going to make this how are you going to be a part of this wave as opposed to like still doing this from wherever you're doing it at? And that to me is still saving the hood, too, because you're putting them on to, you know, some mm. legit business. And and you didn't have to. Right. You know, what I mean? you didn't have to do it, but you you saw that this person had the potential to do well. And there's a market for you. Why not? If no one else is going to put you on, you know, I'm, I'm I have access to the information. You might as well do it. So I just, you know, I kind of feel like I feel you. I feel you both 100%. I think, but we, I think what you're saying is different, though, because I, yeah. I don't think that's, like, a big ask. Yeah, like, it's to, really not. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about these people who fundamentally have a problem with people leaving and choosing others because no one's going to gonna let their kid be the the martyr for the change. Oh, yeah. It's different if you, like, what you doing, I do that, too. I, I think yeah. that's dope. Yeah. That's fine. But what I'm saying is that for people to say that you got to physically live, live there... there. And, you know, should be told not all hoods are created equal, but I'm saying if you like in a hood on a, on a hot block with stopping frisk. Bro, you on picking somewhere? Nah, I'm talking about Flatbush. Like, no, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> he always, we always do that. <laughs> Flatbush has mansions. There are some beautiful mansions over Yeah, there. but. Right? Um, they filmed money and violence over there. Okay. <laughs> What they film on picking? How much nothing, do a show the course? The bullets were flying. They filmed nothing. What's the other one you used to watch? PNL? They life, filmed Mo Better Blues in her in uh, in, in what's, the, what's the other one? The life one. Respect life. Respect life. What is that? Respect life. The best web series out, hands mm, down. I haven't heard Followed of it. by the Brooklyn Way. Mm. Well, shout out to them. It wasn't good. better than Money and Violence. Yeah. It Money was and a Violence. Good way to hold over. Uh, another good one is Five Bros to Life, which is filmed in the Bronx. Okay. Home of y'all favorite rapper Cardi B. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you're, you're good at this. this I try. This is this is your thing, man. This is your calling. I try, but <laughs> you know, recently we, we spoke about uh, Mister. Do you have your passport? Do you have your shots? Yeah. <laughs> Come back to America. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so we got to talk about uh, Cardi B and surviving Cardi B. And toxic tits. Toxic tits. <laughs> because I feel strongly about men being prayed. I, you I can't, can't even say it with a straight face. <laughs> I feel like, listen, I feel like Cardi spoke about this years ago and addressed it. And I think that her robbing and potentially, I don't think she raped anybody. I think it was more just like robbing guys. Drugging them and robbing drugging them. Drugging them and robbing them. Yeah. It's a double standard, but I do think that um, as a community, if we're going to be the type to stamp out any type of negative behaviors, we have to be 100% impartial. <laughs> and robbing and potentially raping young patrons of your establishment who you know choose to buy some time with you right. is wrong. But, okay, she was working as a stripper. These men, proper, they propositioned her for sex. Mm. So that's why they ended up in the hotel room. So, so they sex were, is wrong? Bed yoga is wrong? No, they were, they were going to pay her for sex, right? I'm like, okay, I let him get what he want. Yeah, he said. <laughs> but I'm not, okay, and I'm not condoning anything, but I'm just like, I don't think the comparison is the same. Like, Bill Cosby was drugging women and taking their body. Mm-hmm. She drugged these men and took their money. 
that's not doing any physical. She's not physically. What if you couldn't pay his rent? I'm sure. Why are you propositioning people for sex if you can't have no money to pay your rent? What if your he had a thousand and sex is only a hundred? His rent was nine hundred. I'm not saying Stop it's it. not wrong, but I, <laughs> what I think is wrong is to compare it and people, you know, this whole surviving Cardi B, to compare it to R. Kelly and what a men hogtied. Nothing. Listen. What a men hogtied. Stop it. Look, you know, you know, when it comes to the Cardi B joint, I'm not, I'm not condoning it either. Like drugging and taking anything that isn't yours isn't right. Period. Whether it's a Period. body, a wallet, a watch, it doesn't matter. But at the same time, like it, what annoys me is this rush to like equity. Suddenly, mm-hmm. it's like, oh my god, this woman did this shit. Like the re- like, let's stop acting like historically, right? Men haven't been the takers. Right. That's what you know. What I'm saying. So it's that's what makes this a little different. Because then it's like double standard. I'm not saying that it's not. I'm not saying that it's not. But I am saying that like you know this story of of Cardi B like. Taking this guy back to well, this guy going back to her spot, agreeing to pay for sex. You know this. You know how many times women who do prostitute themselves agree to enter a, a space like a motel room and get raped or get robbed or get beat up themselves. Like some of them learn to be on the defense instead of thinking that like you know like this is the um instead of thinking like okay this is gonna be a good time this time. You get what I'm saying? Like this is gonna he's he's going to not threaten me. He's he's not going to be physically aggressive. Some women don't know that when they go in. And I'm not saying that Cardi didn't know that, because mm-hmm. I'm not making any excuses for her, but I am saying that, you know, like it's that, not the same it's not thing. The same thing. Like, you know, there is there are a lot of instances where these women agree mm-hmm. to be propositioned for sex and then they're they're assaulted. Right. So it's like we don't know what the situation was. Um but again, this is not saying that, you know I mean, I guess Twitter, the 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 internet had a good joke had a good go at it with with, you know this audio that resurfaced but I definitely don't think the people running with the narrative of oh you need to treat this the same way and it's unfair like I don't don't really think so I don't don't really think so I mean I don't know like in all seriousness I think that I'm not even mad at the fact that she said she did this years ago Mm -hmm. I think the issue more so is that um it's being so dismissed. I think if people would have just acknowledged that it's effed up. It is fucked up, yeah. Most people are like, yo, bro, <laughs> you shouldn't have been there. Like, yo, some guys got to, like, first of all, men, you pay, whether you like it or not, whether you know it or not, you oh, yeah. pay for the box anyway. Mm-hmm. Whether oh. it's Vonage, oh. whether it's for bed yoga, you pay oh. for it. Oh. It may be drinks, oh. it may be poems. Oh, we just went totally It may be ice cream. <laughs> I didn't even sing the it's Jazzy just, song yet. We just went I'm just saying. Left. I'm just saying. So to act like men paying for, listen, I, I don't play no prostitution, but prostitution did build this country. It sure did. The world, right? It's so the oldest profession in like. Right. So let's let's not act like. Um, guys, but so is violence against women. That's old too. Now this Joan of Arc killed. <laughs> Joan of Arc killed mad people. She did. I mean. That's fine. Um, but I'll let you take it away to your uh, favorite segment for the uh... long story long. Don't drug people and take their wallets or exactly. watches. That's not no okay. matter or what their bodies. gender you are. Yeah, there you go. that's wrong. But everybody ready? Yep. Hey, I hear the snaps. I hear them. Z. Yeah. <laughs> 
I love that part. <laughs> it's my favorite part too. Um, I can't press. <laughs> So today, mm-hmm. so this topic came up with um, a group of uh, girlfriends, mm-hmm. and um, I wanted to pose it to you guys. Uh, how can you appear available on social media without seeming thirsty? Mm. And the context. Put some clothes on, Trent. No, the context of this was, you know, a lot of my friends are professional women. You know, we're we're not posting memes of like, F that dude, you know, or, you know, like the different memes that we may, you know, send to each other and have a good chuckle at in our DMs. Right. We're not necessarily putting those to our pages and sharing with the world, you know, our feelings or our relationship status um freely and i was wondering whether that was possibly a hindrance or not even necessarily a hindrance but not like not a um that you kind of putting getting in your own way right getting in your own way in terms of attracting a mate Mm -hmm. um and then the other side of the spectrum is putting too much out there right and then hence seeming thirsty or bitter or you know, another type of adjective that you don't necessarily want to be as right. a single woman. Heard that. So what are your thoughts, Hatshepsut and uh, P&L? Um, so personally, I don't, I don't, I don't subscribe to anybody's title on me at all. Like mm-hmm. bitter, thirsty not thirsty whatever mm-hmm. like none of that shit applies to me because I'm, I'm the only one that's allowed to put labels on me right True. so like social media i mean social media your that your digital self essentially i just i find that if you're just authentically you right you'll pull the right people in anyway and they'll mm-hmm. they'll slide in your dms they'll see you at the next happy hour they're gonna they're gonna shoot the shot regardless mm-hmm. you know i think that you know when we start to go in the extra mile to be like, hey, I'm available. It's too easy to get lost in the sauce. Mm-hmm. Everybody's doing that. Right. I mean, social media, essentially, everyone's selling something. Whether they're actually selling a product or they're selling themselves. Like, everyone's selling something. And I just feel like um, if you want to be if you want to be attractive, mm-hmm. don't sell anything. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, just use your social media for shit you like to do. do. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I, the only thing on my social media would be books I'm actually reading, fucking places I go sometimes. Mm-hmm. Because I don't, I don't trust putting my location up there every so often. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and, like, yoga and shit like that. Because I actually dig that kind of thing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then when people try to get, oh, you know, I said, I mean, we don't know if you dating somebody. We don't know if you. Mm-hmm. That's not your business anyway. If you don't know, chances are I don't want you to know. Right. Like, oh. <laughs> well, oh. the interesting part of this is, like, although I might say, like, yeah, I, w- I would want people to know that I was single, I don't necessarily want people to know I'm in a relationship or mm-hmm. who I'm in a relationship with. Mm-hmm. Not because of, like, trying to hide, but, like, you know, like, you don't want all the energy, all different types of energy in your new situation True. or not so new situation but what yes, had yes. <laughs> i have a caveat to that because uh-huh. i do because remember in the same breath where i'm like post a, post the shit you're into post the shit you like right whoever you dating 
especially if it's a, a relationship, right? You post that person too. Like that's right. how I feel. Yeah. So you, I do, I do. I feel like I if, don't know if you like you don't have you don't you don't have, have to. to. But I feel like if you're gonna post everything else that you enjoy about your, I think so. I think it depends what you post, right? Like if you post, let's say you have ten posts in a week. Okay, damn, that's and, a lot of posting in a week. Okay. Five. <laughs> no, no, we're six, we're six to ten, right? Okay. And two of them are like you with, with your bae. Now, women, they'll post like Sun Hand or his Word. watch or whatever. This is um, my him. Mm-hmm. Do, dudes post like the entire woman with a poem or something like yeah. that. With a poem. <laughs> with a poem. Wow. But I think that for single women, like on my timeline, I see a lot of dope single women that are engineers, yeah. doctors, lawyers, mm-hmm. and they they're single. But they are like living their best life. They got mad, like um, <laughs> Layla Key or right. Mayo yeah. type right. songs up there, and they just focus living their best life single. Yeah, I see other women that are mad single. Every other picture is a is a is a, is a post of them in their drawers. Yeah, from vacation three months ago. Yes. I'm not knocking it. I'm gonna look at it. Right. But you gotta also realize that the energy you give off is wild, thirsty. Yeah. In the latter, and I think that if you wanna portray yourself as like single social media is not the place to portray yourself as single mm-hmm. like there's a whole world out there that you can go and be, be thirsty <laughs> not be thirsty but you can go to like where could, where, speed dating where events can we go? the library <laughs> brunch day parties oh. um starbucks i'd say there's way better places to find a mate than social media because every dude i know who's who Clip something. It's not, not clipped. Oh my god. <laughs> who, who, met oh a, no. who met a young lady? Excuse me. Who, oh who, no. who uh, dealt with a young lady office? I gotta remember where I'm at. Right. Who, who, who met a young lady on social media? Be free, PNL. Be free. They okay. You got a whole Patagonia on. I act do. like you got a Patagonia on. I'm, listen. He records with. The I'm gonna keep it a stack. <laughs> People on social media that I know mm-hmm. go for what's called the low hanging fruit. Mm-hmm. Right, so yeah. if you appear single, desperate on social media, mm-hmm. that's what they're going for. Right, mm-hmm. the woman that appears like damn, she got ten pictures, got clothes on in nine of them. Yeah. Never mind. Wait, she got <laughs> yeah. ten and got clothes on in two of them. Yeah, All right, let me see what she's talking about. Right, you're automatically gonna be you're gonna be perceived differently mm-hmm. and treated differently. And yeah. even if you want the respect, you may be a respectable woman. Mm-hmm. Putting pictures of yourself up in bikinis don't make you un. Respectable. I'm absolutely, not saying that. Absolutely mm-hmm. right. But yeah. I think you on vacation posting pictures in your drawers is great. You in your bedroom with the un with the un clean mirror. With the unwindex mirror. <laughs> unmade up bed. And mad clutter in the background. You got piles of laundry mad in the background. Clutter and your kid, Your son. Your kid, the kid taking the picture. You can't see this kid's reflection trying to take the picture. Of like you look crazy and people that know better know better. But then what's the... People like, that know better know better. But the other thing, too, is your bio. Like, listen, I'm going to tell you some things to take my, out your my Bible. My son is my world. Your kids are your world. Your, your son is your king. All that in your Trust bio. Trust nobody. Bu- Trust nobody. I, I unfollow if, if you unfollow. All that nutty shit in your bio is going to get you taken unseriously. mommy. So then what's the... What's the I, like, I mean, I know you said to live your best life. But, like, it was funny because I was having a conversation with a friend of mine. She travels the world in a different country every other month. Yes. And, you know, we were saying, well, I'm sure somebody might appear, it might look to people that I'm not looking for a mate. 
because right. I'm so happy and consumed by my wonderful, exciting right. life doing all this traveling and yeah. doing all these things. Somebody might think, oh, she's not looking to settle down or right. to have a family. Right. And so what I'm... What? what because, you know, listen, faces. I don't, a dude that wants you is not thinking... Maybe she has a family. They're going to shoot their shot. And if you say you That's got a family, they're going to fall back. Because, because, okay, and so this is great because, you know, in that book I mentioned on the last episode, <laughs> they discussed this. Don't read that. Uh-huh. It's, because it's, the it's truth fake news. Is, Collusion, delusion. <laughs> the truth of the matter is, whatever, it doesn't matter what a woman does, she will still not, in this system now that this. we have, yes, now this now and this. that, um, it doesn't matter what a woman does, she's not going to be enough or, too, or she's going to be too much for some somebody, mm-hmm. some setting. Cut it out. <laughs> and so my thing is like I cannot I can't take it <laughs> what are you so like, talking about all I'm saying is this all I'm saying is this it's okay for your friends to like desire to say because we haven't been taught that you can be successful and desire partnership with a male like that's Cheryl not Sheryl Sandberg she never said lean in and that was it like my I read the book too it was a pretty decent book Oprah. but Oprah. But my thing, but what I'm trying to get, get across is that, like, for women that are successful, you pick one or two routes. You either the bitch, the professional, yeah, like I'm doing whatever, whatever, or you're like thirsty and you're like willing to like put yourself out there so men can see you because you're openly saying I want to be in partnership with somebody. There's very there's a great area where women who are professional women in specific these books are ruining Hatshepsut. Stop. There's a take the space. books. Take all the books. Give me your library card. <laughs> Give me your goddamn library card. I'm buying these books, okay? The the knowledge is staying. Give me your Amazon password. I'm changing it. <laughs> no, that's, no, a, that's but an interesting true. take. It's mm-hmm. like there's a space where professional women, we are, we've never been allowed to like openly say, hey, I want to be with somebody. Mm-hmm. Because so why should be Henson chose the food truck guy? Because you're chasing a bag. You get what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And so it's like, oh, you want to chase a bag? Chase a bag then. You, you are now this kind of woman. Mm-hmm. And so even without... Fully subscribing to it, you do things. You do. That you are do like, things in the vein in of the vein someone of that. that is. Our engineers laughing like, "What the fuck are they talking about?" Because <laughs> he gets what I'm, yo, no, no, it's not that black and white. No, I'm I know saying... some. Listen, you're uber successful. You're uber successful. Yeah. Like y'all are doing y'all thing. Yeah. And I'm sure you have several suitors trying to court both of y'all. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. But that's what but I'm talking are, about. But it's not. A, it's about like the quality. It's like yes, yeah. like yes. People do. People come in our DMs. Absolutely. I'm sure that's true. But like, what are they looking for? Yeah. yeah. But I think that where good girls like y'all sometimes go wrong is that y'all feel like y'all gotta settle or you gotta or like hoes are winning and they're not. They are the hoes. Some are. Some, man, listen, listen. I spent my college years the wrong some way. Some are. Man. Some are. But um, these as, hoes are celebrated. That's at, why they're winning. No, no. Listen, right, as right. someone who erased their wholeness, okay, per the prophet Drea, right? Control all delete. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I think that when you give too much of yourself out there, you can't take that back. And as an right. old wise proverb once said, you know, the the key to open up one lock. <laughs> is more important than the, the key to open up many locks. What are you talking about? Because I think we're going into the whole no, 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 no. subject here. What I'm saying is that I think that <laughs> good girls have options and how you market yourself as single is just to be a dope person with good energy and you will attract what you want. Okay. I think I if yeah. you put it on the internet like, oh, um, I'm worth it, 
Like, stop <laughs> yeah. it. You know I mean? All that. He said I'm, I'm single, but I'm worth it. So, or, like, so listen, people don't realize, listen, I'll be honest. <laughs> I'm 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 mad judgy, right? But I'll I'll be on my gram sometimes like I'm worth it. I'm getting killed at work. I'm like, you know what? Let I got go five minutes. Let me go laugh at life. <laughs> I go on Instagram and people are like in their drawers. So it's two things I see. People in their drawers like with the fake take, deep captions. Take me back and, and looking at some saying like take yeah. me back. I'm like, okay, scroll past that. I'm not like right. that. Or do like, yo, life's like a and it's like some dude that I know still live with his moms <laughs> on a yacht that his man's own. Like, people, so, like, social media is a place of facades. So mm-hmm. if you want to appear or or you want to market yourself, don't do it on social media. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. if I was a single guy trying to market myself. Where would you as, go do it? Well, I would. So I'll be honest. Men got way more options. So Yeah, a big, yeah. big fact. I yeah. would go to, like, a networking event and, you know, just be myself. And clean up. Yeah. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Stop that. No, it's true. I, would, I mean not you, but I mean nah, in nah, general, nah. But, like but professional right, males. Ooh, I I like, no kids. Hello. I never been married. Listen, I to go figures, to go in a like, gram and just like like hit a couple of DMs like, yo, listen, it's what it is. Like all I would ever say is like, listen, I, I went through your profile. I think you dope. I'm going to brunch tomorrow. Be ready by twelve thirty or so. Um, Homie said, "Be ready, not be ready by twelve thirty, mm-hmm. and I can either send an Uber for you or pick you up. Your choice. Not a pool either. We don't do pools. Right, like if you send a motherfucking pool, then... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's Uber. A listen, pool. a solo that's Uber, a, nice, that a solo is, Uber, and pick you up. Right. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. If I send it to five women, hypothetically single me, of course, right, three out of five would reply. Two gonna be like, ew, and, and probably put in a group chat. But mm-hmm. guess what? 60% will at least like, and out of the, the three, I may get a date. If I yeah. don't, it's okay because guess I what? I would agree with right. that. Right? Yeah. And then um, if out of that date, you know, it, it it goes somewhere great. If not, it was Saturday. You know who's not going to be part <laughs> of the three? You know who's not going to be part Professional women because they don't want to look thirsty. So the, the reality is a number of those women are not going to take you up what, on that. What profession? I mean, no, I don't think so. I mean, I think it depends on what you have on your profile. But more oh, important, oh, the guy has right. But more importantly, I'm mad ugly in pics. I, I have like no pictures of myself in my. No, gym. but like the bigger, the catches. bigger picture I think of that is that like again, like you have more options. So then, it's left where okay, there's a limited number of men yeah. and a large amount of women. Again, how do you stand out amongst, amongst all just of be these? dope. And again, be your, yeah, be are you talking about social media or in general? Because well, I, I don't this think this was related to social, social media, media. But I mean, the bigger picture is is you know in in general. Because other thing too is right, like I said before, everybody is corny to somebody. That's a fact. So you're not gonna be attracted to every single dude. Right. You may want the flashy, reform thug, or you may want the huh, hood the adjacent type dude. The holy grail. <laughs> he may he may view you as you know I don't want to hurt her. Right. So you gotta ask yourself. You want to build a boy, <laughs> or, or do you want to have a dude boy. that know he popping and don't got time like that? Like build a boys are real, yo. It's mad build a boys. There's you mad I mean? young men looking for mothers out here. For real. See, I was never be... build a boy, but I know mad build a boys. <laughs> mad build a boys. <laughs> it's mad. We don't build want no build a boys. <laughs> no, so, I think yeah, you're you who you are naturally. 
you it can't be different from what you're putting on a social media. Right. So like, you know, it has to be all the way authentic or else it really just isn't real. And so mm-hmm. I think just do you. So be yourself. That's be it. Yourself, like all that. But the thing too, a lot of single women that I know, nobody in this studio, a lot of single women I know <laughs> No no Thank you. Thank you very much. Distinction. But they say that they want like a good wholesome guy and they've turned down ten of them in favor of the you know, the the dude that the they dark know wells. is Right, like the dark well type dudes, <laughs> and it's like y'all be clipping or not clipping, y'all be curving the dude that would legit give you the world in favor of the dude that won't give you a world, give you a couple shots of Henny. Right. Well, I mean, this, 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 and a pelvic pounding, but this, a pelvic what? A pelvic pounding. My God. Listen, I mean? there are. <laughs> a pelvic pounding. <laughs> you are you are encouraging this. Y'all trading in love for a pelvic pounding. You are encouraging this, Sam. Cut it out. <laughs> no, I'm saying, listen, and I'm not denying that women do that, or they don't do that. I don't. I don't. I'm not denying. I do that think do that. some women do that. Right, some women do, but there are reasons. There are other. There are deeper reasons than that that we don't need to get into on this show. There are far deeper issues. reasons. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, and honestly, you know what? I was having this conversation the other day. There are a lot of women who don't even recognize that they don't even really like men, and I don't mean not like men like sexually, mm-hmm. but oh. they really are. Last week, three some years They harbor resentment against men. So mm-hmm. it don't matter what you kick into this girl. She really don't like men. She don't trust them. She's angry with them, and that, and they don't say it because they don't want to be the angry girl, girl at this right. point. Mm-hmm. So now they're pretending to be this. I care about men. I'm just mm-hmm. looking for a good partner. When really and truly, they don't trust you. They don't like you. They've seen men violate women their entire mm-hmm. life. They have no trust for them. So it's like, at the end of the day, the sis has to be honest with herself. Like, yo, you say you want this, but you might not even be prepared for that because you might not even really be feeling niggas at this mm-hmm. time. You know, and that's a that's a real word. And I think mm. a lot of people just don't realize that they got that. Just like on the flip, there are dudes that hate women. You know, you're out a here. A lot of them. A lot of them. You out here violating chicks because you're really angry at your moms. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, No, it's nothing, true. She don't got nothing yeah, to do with me. True. You're just angry at your mother. You know, so like, I think I think that plays into it. But then there are a plethora of other reasons why chicks are curving the right guys. Like, who knows, you know? Listen, as a guy that's been curved, as a guy that's done curving... Listen, I think the power is, is just in recognizing what you want yeah. mm-hmm. and pursuing that type of energy. Yeah. Because it's not... Because here's the thing that people don't realize, too. is like you may write down 10 things you want. Mm-hmm. It may be a, a, a bad chick, 5'6", 170 with D-cups and a 42- right. or 44-inch derriere. Right. With long, natural hair, full lips. Right. Smell mad good and right. super nasty, right? And work as a nurse, right? But that person's energy may be awful when you meet her, versus a chick that is, you know, five four, one forty, one fifty, works in the library. No, let's make her thick. She's five four. She's like one seventy. Okay, okay, five four. <laughs> we can do that. Okay, let's make her thick. Five four, one seventy five. Okay, <laughs> fine. That's fine. That's fine. Right? Um, a little fluffy, okay. Fluffy. That BMI is a little <laughs> off. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. It's fine. He's like, ooh, okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. No, no, it's fine because I just had a conversation on Instagram the other day with one of my classmates that was calling herself Fluffy. Uh-huh. And I was telling her, yo, Fluffy is like 
a certain weight. She was like, oh, I'm, I'm past it easily. I'm like, no, no, I met kilograms. <laughs> I, I tried to save Stop it, but it. I couldn't. But nah, no, okay, that's fine, right? But that person's energy, that 5'4", 175 young lady, mm-hmm. may, you know, wear a weave or may have, you know, dreads. Right. But may be the most dopest, down-to-earth, grounded person in life. May not be as attractive as the person that you want physically, mm-hmm. but may just check over every other box. But energy-wise, makes you feel good, and you may turn it down because you feel like, nah, like my boy's not gonna like her, right? Like, like <laughs> stupidness, literally. And that's what dudes do. Instead of saying, you know what, she dope, she make me feel good, I'm gonna rock out with her. And I think that's what men and women do sometimes. Is like you have the blessing right there. Mm-hmm. You have the five four, right, one seventy five, right. Yeah. You know, first of all. I said before, LL, cool, Biggie John slash <laughs> not Biggie John, LL, LL like large large lady lover. Yes, yes. Nothing wrong with the you know, nothing wrong with some poundage. You know what I'm saying? Oh my God, yes. Nothing wrong with some poundage. You know what yes. I'm saying? Now, two two oh five ish, probably the max. I go hold. <laughs> but under that, we can work with you a little bit. I am through. But you can't be third rail thin. You know what I mean? Third, Third rail, rail you, like MTA, like oh, mad thin, like like mad bony. Oh, 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 okay. You know what Listen, mean? The, the the slim sisters need some love not, too. Not over here. Keep that somewhere else. None against. Listen, slim shadies, y'all good. No but body shaming here. I'm not body shaming. shaming. I'm stating a, a, a preference from a, a, a preference former life. From, yes. But I'm all the way okay. married. I'm, I'm out the game. But all I'm saying in a long winded way is that people sometimes <laughs> will have the person that could change their life for the better. And they ignore it for things that are superficial. That's a fact. Yeah. Trust the energy. Yeah. Women be wanting to do that. They look like Boris or or Morris, and they act like um, Felicia and Friday. Oh shit! <laughs> what a yeah, but I think I think the, the older oh the older women get the less certain things matter. And they get more desperate. I think, they get I more think desperate. They get more desperate, and I think. The opposite. Two dates. Of, Come here. I want well, kids not, now. Well, not desperate. I take get home back. now. Get home now. I think bitch, I met you last week, bitch. I met you last week, bitch. I need my eggs. I think quack. they're a lot more. Quack. My last I, quack my eggs drops. now. Quack quack. Quack, quack my eggs now. Quack. quack quack quack. I think they're a lot more open. That's the title. That's the title of the episode. Quack my eggs now. Quack. I cannot. I'm so, sir, I'm sorry, Jazz. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I think that <laughs> I've lost my whole thought now. I'm sorry. Um, you said older women. Oh, yeah. Like, I think the older that women get, they are a lot more open to things they probably weren't, yeah. let's say, a year to two years, three years about ago. Yeah. Whereas men, I think, especially <laughs> didn't professional hear me. men, Innocent Sam didn't get hear me. as, what did he say? I said threesomes. Uh, no. <laughs> no. And we Tom are, joined the cruises. Tom joined the cruises. <laughs> Oh, they flying dudes out. I am but listening to you, Jazzy. Older, I think, especially Yo, professional fellas, men, they, they... You want to get flued out? Get I feel a, like they get more picky. Yes. Of course. So, it's just, I think there's like competing, I don't know. Interest. Which is why I'm saying a dope woman, period, is going to be a dope woman, period, regardless of the age group. Mm-hmm. I just think that, and again, maybe I'm being idealist. Realistic. Thank mm-hmm. you. I <laughs> but I feel like sometimes women overthink it. Instead of saying, you know what, I know I'm dope. Here's what I want to do. Like, just say what you want to do. You want stability. You want a dude that has 
hood adjacent qualities. Mm-hmm. I love hood adjacent qualities. Mm-hmm. As cultured. <laughs> Reform thugs. Reform thugs is it. But you know what come with that is like a certain kind of tempo. Niggas be out here punching cars and shit. <laughs> 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 and like damn they're fighting bums on the train. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> Yeah, you gotta be prepared for that too. That's a fact. That's a fact. And I don't I mean look, again, I think I think women you are right about the kind of like the contrast. It's like the mm-hmm. contrast in mm-hmm. what older women might be doing or what older guys might be doing. But I just, I'm curious. I'm like, what if older women became more selective, right? Like, you know, it's again. I know uh, P and L is going to say that I read too many books, but <laughs> I really do think it's, it's the wrong just, books. It's just the s- symptoms mm-hmm. of what we live in. Live in. You know I gotta get you something like, like Donald Goins book and like some Code Is Winter Appetite book. <laughs> Because all this woke stuff got we you too woke. Dumb her down. You got insomnia now. Let too me woke. ascend, okay? Thank you. So the moral of the story is: be you, be you, That's be it. yourself. Whether it's and on... don't market the box on social media because you're gonna don't attract. Market Listen, the box. You, do... you want to market the box on social media? I mean, if you do. <laughs> You're going to get mad dudes that's following 5,000 people with 10 followers. Right, right. Okay. Talking mad spicy like, yo, your pelvis looks so edible. <laughs> <laughs> but the follower so ratio on that is so true. <laughs> the, creeps so really, the creeps really be having like 50 followers, 50 followers. and following. Say, bro, if you are following, out your you are following more than 200 video vixens go. and none of them are following <laughs> you back, well. I, think, I think you should stop. Because you look wild. You cob salads and anchovies out at women. Yeah, no, dudes dudes be kind of (laughs) creepy. Like, they be creepy. And then digitally, when you, you, there's no physical person there, they just, it's. They always got private profiles too. Oh my goodness. No, they, uh, no, when it's open, it's like mad sexual memes of like. (laughs) A chick I know, um, like she worked out a lot. She posted like a video of her working out. And it was just like legit working out. Yeah. But it was just like, I went through the comments and yeah. I'm just like reading the comments and dude is like, "Yo, you, you're the most beautiful edible joint on." Edible joint. On mind you, she, she had a proper profile like she got a whole family and all that. Yeah. But she does like a lot of like fit nutritional type stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And dude is still like going ham in the comments and I'm just like, bro, like nobody I ever know that did that to a chick that wasn't already clipping. Right. One. Like, you do that in the DM. Like, you jump in the DM, like... Right. But even then, you don't say, oh, you're so edible. You say, like, yo, yeah. I'm going to brunch tomorrow. That's a savage. Be ready. That's you a savage. I mean? You don't care. You don't care. I'll, but you do that with chicks that you don't necessarily respect as a woman. But do you think that she put out something there to make her... To make them think that that was an appropriate mm, comment or response? I think dudes... I think some dudes are disrespectful because I think if a woman has on workout clothes and she's working out and doing workouts as part of, like... A spot like she's sponsored by like a fitness company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Granted, women in like workout clothes is always gonna be like, yeah. Like it's always gonna be. How do you say? There's it's, gonna be attention. It's always gonna be like. It's always gonna draw a sexual kind of attention because think about it. If you're a curvy woman, a mm-hmm. five four one seventy five, right? And you got <laughs> like right? some like workout yoga pants on. Yeah. With a what do you call it? A sports bra. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, sports bra, right? Yeah. 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 You got one of those on, <laughs> and. You doing moves in that dude's gonna be like, yo, her joint jiggling like, <laughs> oh, you know what I mean like, yo, you know it's crazy. So like, so I I practice a lot of yoga, right? But like, mm-hmm. in um, I do a lot of hot yoga. I've been doing hot yoga for like eight mm-hmm. years, mm-hmm. 
And so hot yoga, you can't wear no, you can't wear yes. no clothes. It's, it's, mm-hmm. you're wait, gonna, wait, wait, wait. Hot yoga, you have to you dress wear like very shorts, big, very like shorts, like a little crop top or something because you're going. The room is like a hundred degrees. I'm gonna start doing that. That shit is amazing. It's transforming. Some boxes on, like, and you can always tell you, you can always tell the dudes who have never done hot yoga. You got before. a whole sweatsuit on. Whole, whole fit on. They got a whole Adidas tracksuit on. <laughs> they in Come the on, back. Barquel, do better. And then they spend most of their time. Take clothes off. Ch- that's one. But then checking out how naked everyone else is in the room. I would. You know? uh, <laughs> and then whenever like something like um, <laughs> uh, in Times Square on on, mm-hmm. on like June twenty first, the first day of summer, mm-hmm. there's usually outdoor yoga thing called Mind Over Madness. And what day? Like. Mm-hmm. Summer solstice. It's June twenty first. I'll be there. <laughs> I've done I've done Mind Over Madness twice, where mm-hmm. you do yoga in the middle of Times Square, mm-hmm. and so some people dress the part. Some people wear short shorts and a and a thing because they're doing mad yoga. Mm-hmm. And um, the looks. Jazzy looks street, disgusted. I know. I was thinking because when she said that, I was thinking about a yoga class that I did at Bryant Park. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. The looks you get from onlookers are like people are like, oh my god, what does she have on? When really it's just a function of. Yoga. You said June twenty first, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was completely a tangent. So yes, yeah. so being you, not putting up uber thirsty pictures. uber thirsty sexy pictures online for the ladies. I think you put up sexy pictures like on any day wedding and um, <laughs> going together. outside of social media to find a mate. Right. Although I've heard so many good stories lately about people finding on like soul swiping on that or IG on 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 IG like girls hopping into DMs. What? I mean, so I guess that works if you go into like a Tony Gaskins type profile, perhaps, or like a Chakra Bars, (laughs) Chakra Bars, or like Supreme Understanding, like yeah, like one of the woke type dudes. But if you go into a dude who got like two mixtapes and a a Gucci belt on, good luck. Yeah. Why? No, let's say you're going, you're going into the DMs of somebody like if they approached you at in your place of business and you came into contact with them, you would talk to them. I mean, I guess, but I think that if you meet somebody first and then jump on the DM, it's different. No, this is un- sight unseen, real, real life unseen. And they just like what jumped in the DMs mm-hmm. after seeing you walk by. Some sort of interaction that is minimal. In person or on social? In person or, so like or, they, or so like they so seen you at a party, you got tagged to a picture. Right, got tagged to a picture. Then they slide in right, again. Or, or no, like if there was no uh, interaction, it's just like, oh, I saw this person on the page and I went to the page. Okay, I see they like to travel. All right. Yo, what about travel he too? Picture, he got a picture with his mama. Talk about Happy Mother's Day. Right. You, Ooh, bro, he you, like his you mom. Did, I'm like, oh, okay. You know, like maybe it seems like they were raised right now. I'm like, hmm. Yeah. That's fine. Like, That's fine to jump in the DM. Right. And but it's your approach. Like, listen, I saw the picture with you and your mama. Think it's dope. Yo. I Let's just kick say, it. Hey. I mean, not that I've ever oh, jumped to anybody's so, DMs, but I never do. Sorry, like, honestly, all right. I, forget I that don't even know women, how to really navigate. This y'all are trash at hollering. Like, very like, trash at hollering. Yo, like, show us the keys. A show chick told me that she now. liked like four pictures in a row, and she, she's like, "He didn't like jumping my DMs." Like, <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> like that was the calling card. Obviously, <laughs> you probably wanted like ten people that like pictures, but mm. I think that saying "Hey" is generally a signal of. You trying to holler, so most dudes will take that as a signal. Right. But then it's the follow up. It's like, it's, it's, it's hey, it's like hey, and just shoot your shot. Like, listen, I think a genuine dude, if a chick says, 
hey, and they say hey back and say, listen, I thought you was attractive. Let's exchange numbers and and converse or kick it or whatever. And the main thing is if you start out in a public place, like go get a drink or go get some food and just like have a conversation, mm -hmm. you can't go wrong with that. Because in that conversation, you can learn enough if you ask the right questions. What do you value? Where are you going? What are you doing? Right. Like if you ask those kind of questions up front, because my now wife, this is the conversation, like yeah. people like had chefs who had, oh, <laughs> I, I never said this on a podcast, or maybe I did, but had chefs who had gave my wife the whole resume on me <laughs> up front. So it was kind of like her and a few people had already like gave her like, decision. like gave her like mad intel. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, yep. yo, what up? And she like heard it all. Um, so what's up? And I'm like, and look, you are married. Mm -hmm. Right. But I had to actually like work and be like, Hey, um, pass the great Poupon. Like I had to like, <laughs> it, 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 it threw my whole shit off. But that's good. I guess. Nah, nah, it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> But it's it's so much simpler people make it is. Like, just yeah. after that first interaction, have a conversation to figure out what a person is. And if you feel like after the first combo, they're not where you need them to be, just curve it. Yeah, just I think people get too caught up in what they want a person to be. Potential unrealized versus a person's reality to mm -hmm. even think. Yeah, you too old. Anybody listening to this podcast, you too old for potential. Yeah. Nah, you heard me? That's a big fact. Listen. <laughs> Listen. Potential energy no projects. only. Turnkey, turnkey dudes only. Period. Mm -hmm. Potential energy only works <laughs> in high school physics exams. Yes. And turnkey only is true. Like turnkey only. What's turnkey up? only. What's turnkey up? only. Uh, music wise, um, this week we should. Do we have time to get into the uh, music selection? Of course. Um, uh, I'll I'll go first. I feel like, but well. I, Do we want to review the song that was submitted or, or no? Um, no? Nah. It's not even worth it. Oh, shit. <laughs> that, please don't let that discourage you guys from sending in your music. Please send us all music. Please we send, do review. We, no, no, do no, listen. we do listen. To please them. send music. We've got a lot of submissions. We've, this yeah. week, though, we're going to skip reviewing new music. But moving forward, starting with episode 30, we're going to review new music hey. on the episode. Hey. But right now, we're going to do a... Couple of tributes to Nipsey. Yeah. My selection is a song from when I first heard of Nipsey. I want to say it was about ten years ago. It's called "Streets Chose Us" mm -hmm. by Nipsey. Here's that. Yeah. Look. Posted on the curler till the sun come up. We don't recognize your car, that's when the guns come up. Look, police hit the block, niggas scatter like roaches. Dope sales made in the open, me smoking. I'm so high, still a nigga so focused. I'm keeping these dime rocks rolling. Nigga, I'm not folding. These niggas falling off, I keep going. I see death around the corner, but still I keep going. I'm sprung off the filling the clock and making a killing. Chopping a hundred dimes, get them off in front of the building. And all I do is stack dollars to the ceiling. Going broke on dope, till I double up what I'm spending net hustle. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I chose you. 
Yes, and um, my pick is the song I mentioned earlier, Hustle and Motivate. It was like one of the first tracks I heard off Victory Lap, the Grammy-nominated album. Um, and so I hope you enjoy it like I enjoyed it. Take you across the tracks. Make you explode the face. Now you official now. But you got a soul to say. I just been cooking that note. I'm about to drop in the fuel. Think if I call it the grand. The people gon' call it the truth. I ain't really trip on the credit. I just paid all of my dues. I just respected the game. Got my name all in the news. Trippin' on all of my moves. Quote me on this, got a lot more to prove. Remember I came in this bitch. Fresh out the county with nothing to lose. On the count of you But I don't do this shit for nothing No, no, no Not at all You My mama need real Unfortunately, have never listened to any Nipsey Hustle songs, so I don't have anything to submit. But R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. Yeah. Um, but I do have some Nao. She just recently did. Get me. (laughs) Nao is that word? She just did a Tiny Desk concert, and it was everything. And her her tone, Tiny Desk, NPR. Oh, that you mean like like Tiny House? Like you people moved in the last house? Tiny Desk series. And um, she just sounds exactly like her voice on, mm-hmm. on these fire. records. She's she awesome. Fire. So here is Nao Orbit. Those are song selections. Appreciate y'all rocking out with us for another episode. If you haven't already, go to www.stereobros.com. Check out my write-up on Nipsey's called One Question for Nipsey. 
Check out our financial literacy series. Send in your questions to It's Jazzy by DM or email bros. Brostereos at gmail.com. Or you can DM uh, stereo underscore bros on Twitter or IG. Send Jazzy those questions. This last one took way... Way long, but it was a very good conversation that needed to happen. <laughs> we talked about a whole lot yeah. of different questions. Check out hashtag humans, H-U-E-M-A-N-S, yes. and the yes. Melanin yes. Project by Hashepsu, curated by her. Yay. She out here doing big things. Got people in the Breakfast Club holding her shirts up and all yeah. that. <laughs> doing big things. Oh, I should mention. So we we actually starting our Pregnancy Loss Dinners series for the year. Pregnancy Loss Dinners. Yeah. So we host a support group for black oh, wow. and brown That's women dope. who have lost children through stillbirth abortion and miscarriage wow. and have never said anything and so our first dinner is in april we don't publicly release the the um details of where the events are because we don't know what the backgrounds of these women are so um if you're interested then you should go to the melanin project page and then follow the directions to get an rsvp and just remember that that's a very important topic because even Beyonce and Serena had issues with their yeah, childbirth absolutely. and they, they're millionaires. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. It's important. Any final worries for the week? Yeah, kick it off, ladies. Be your goddamn self, mm-hmm. all right? Don't let Instagram push you into being <laughs> something different for these, for these boy-ass men. <laughs> build, the boys. build the boys out here. You be your fantastic self, women. Right. And gentlemen. gentlemen. And gentlemen. Be yourselves. Um... I feel like everybody can learn from P and L. P and L, yes. But um <laughs> the unfortunate death of Nipsey, Nipsey Hussle, Hussle and you know, embodying changing one's life, mm-hmm. um, learning to embody community. If it's not your physical community that you came from, those around you, he Word. seemed to very much cherish um, his friends and anybody that he came into contact with. And right. I think you, you know, take, take those, um, take those items with you and, um, be kind to one another. Word. Mm. Energy doesn't die guys. It Nipsey lives. Yeah. Rip, rip nip. Um, I mean, the uh, words that come to mind for me are from the prophet, you know, John Jackson, AKA fabulous. Um, they say the saddest stories come from those that lost and had the glory former OGs now in their latter 40s bunch of kids scattered shorties they don't respect them call them by first name they call them Corey don't be one of those over and out That's how I know. That's how I know. That's how I know.